Welcome to Wild Tater, the food forest podcast. I'm Charles Hathaway. And today we're going to talk about the Asian pear. And if you are familiar with the Asian pear, uh, you may also be aware that most Asian pears are, you know, for zones five, six, sometimes seven, and, and so forth. But today we're going to talk about an Asian pear that is cold hardy down to zone four. And that is the Hosui Asian pear. The uh, scientific name for the Asian pear is Pyrus pyrifolia, which is the pear family, the Pyrus fam- um, genus is the pear genus, I should say. Now the Hosui is, I put it in the shrub layer because despite it being a tree, tends only to get eight to 10 feet tall and six to seven feet wide. It's kind of a smaller tree. Though people have um, been known to see them at, you know, up to 15 feet tall and so forth. But they're really a, a, a more sh- uh, small kind of a tree. Some Sometimes even considered a columnar tree, which is means that it's a column-style tree. But anyway, um, if you want to grow an Asian pear in Zone 4, Hosui is a great pick. Um... It would prefer a soil between 6.0 and 7.0. So just a nice balanced, maybe slightly acidic soil would be lovely. Uh, Most neutral soils can be brought down about a point by um, adding mulch and and wood chips, things like that. As far as watering, the uh, Hosui prefers moderate, regular watering, but... Once it is established, it will tolerate drought some. The blooming season for the Hosui Asian pear is spring to early mid-season. The harvest season is August to September. And if you're not familiar with the Asian pear, it looks like an apple. It tastes like a spiced pear and has a texture of a traditional pear. The fruiting age um, from the time you plant it is usually one to two years after planting. The, uh, in order to get fruit, you're going to want to have a second variety of Asian pear. And lest you worry that, um, that um, well, but this is my zone four pear and I'm in zone four. What am I going to grow? Well, there's also the Daesui Asian pear. There's the Korean Giant Asian Pear, New Ararang Asian Pear, Peggy Asian Pear, Suri, Shinli, and Taylor Asian Pears. That was Suri Asian Pears, Shinli Asian Pear, and Taylor Asian Pear. Um, so there's there's quite a few, you know. And the trick is going to be you do want to make sure that they are one that flowers at a time that overlaps with your Hosui. Because there are um, some varieties that that will pollinate or that they, you know, have their flowers out at later in the year, for example. Um, pears in general will actually pollinate the Asian pear. However, they tend to come a little bit later, which means that they often miss that window. So if you have a pear that uh, you want to pollinate your Asian pear, 
you're just going to want to make sure the flowers are out at similar times. And it's okay if one starts a couple weeks early as long as there's enough overlap to get that pollination for a time. Now, as I mentioned, the size at maturity is generally between 8 to 10 feet tall and 6 to 7 feet wide. However, um, they have been known to get as as much as 15 to, I, I think I heard somewhere somebody say 20 feet tall, but that's pretty rare. They prefer to be small, is the impression I get. They do want full sun. They will very much do better in full sun. They are, think of it this way, uh, the Asian pear is a pear that is uh, um, native to Eastern Asia, maybe even not not exactly coastal, like right up against the coast, but, you know, that kind of climate, which is, tends to be warmer than uh, what you get in most parts of the world. And these ones that are adapted to colder climates, it doesn't mean they don't want those warm climates anymore. It just means they can take those warmer climates. So uh, you want to provide as much of that kind of climate as you can. So giving it full sun will help provide that heat. They are one that um, I would recommend on a south-facing hill if you're in a cold climate. If you're in a, you know, zone seven or eight, then I would recommend actually putting on a north-facing hill in order to reduce that a little bit because it wants cold hardiness zones four to nine. So if you're in a warmer climate, try to position it to toward the uh, cooler side. If you're in a cool climate, try to position it to the warmer side, um, meaning whatever you can do to provide it an atmosphere that gives it a little bit more warmth, maybe just a touch more water than, than some of your apple trees and so forth. But um, once it gets established, it'll do just fine with the water, but uh, that heat will help um, it to do better. Um, so the uh, growth rate of the Hosui Asian pear is moderate. It's, it's not a slow grower, but it's not a, you know, it doesn't shoot up like a willow, but uh, it'll, it's moderate. As for its lifespan, um, they will probably live 40 to 50 years, which may seem kind of small for a fruit tree or short for a fruit tree, but that's because it is a small tree when, you know, a, a larger variety of Asian pear can live 50 to 150 years. It, there is a correlation or there seems to be a correlation in trees um, between their size and their age. But that's not perfect, especially with things like evergreens, because some of the longest lived junipers, for example, can live thousands of years and they're, you know, 10 to 12 feet tall at the height of their life. So, you know, it's not a perfect correlation, but when it comes to fruit trees, you can kind of estimate um, off the cuff that the smaller it is, probably the shorter its life is gonna be. So if you are trying to grow Asian pears, I would recommend allowing a few either suckers or, you know, something to, you know, seeds to grow and as those seeds mature or those seed trees mature and you can taste the fruit and you can see it's fantastic, then that's, that's great because that will be the replacement for the, the uh, one 
the mother tree. But if it's not great, then you might want to try some grafting from the mother tree onto the new tree. And that will give you the same type of tree. Um, and you'll, that timetable, that 50 years, 40 to 50 years, starts over. Which is one of the remarkable things about trees. Age is not really a number of years that the uh, organism from the root structure exists, but rather how big or how long it has been mature. Something to that effect, you might say. Okay, the Asian pear is in the rose family, which is the apple family, rosaceae. And that means it's it's closely related to pears, obviously. We've talked about that. You can even pollinate with some pears. You can actually graft Asian pears onto apples and apples onto Asian pears and so forth. Um, though the further out you get from similar, you know, similarity of, you know, family relation within the the plant family, the harder it is to get that graft to take. But, but it can happen. So for those of you who have not actually tasted Asian pears, we talked about this briefly, but I want you to picture a fruit that's in the shape of an apple, the color and texture of a pear, but the flavor of an extra juicy spiced pear. And sometimes you'll hear of apple pears, which are claimed to be or assumed to be a cross between an apple and a pear, but it's it's not. It's not a cross. It is a separate um, species, but it is close enough related that, like I said, you can graft one onto the other. Um, but uh, it is a particular kind of pear. And in fact, interesting little note, if you have ever tasted any of the ornamental pears, flowering pears, for example. They produce those little fruits that are half the size of a cherry. And um, if you ever taste those, they're perfectly safe to eat. They're just a little bit too astringent, maybe a little bitter. Um, but you can eat them. They are a type of pear, after all. But, uh, you know, not great taste. But, but if you ever look at some of those, they actually look like miniature Asian pears. And they actually have a little bit of a similar flavor. However, they're much, like I said, more bitter and and astringent than Asian pears are. But it, just a little side note there, they're, they're kind of like miniature Asian pears that are rather bitter. But the interesting and useful part of that is that that means that you could get them probably to pollinate your Asian pear especially with how many lush flowers they get on those flowering pears. Okay, so as far as the hosui, specifically the flavor, goes, um, many people agree that have tasted many different kinds of Asian pears. Many agree that hosui is just the best tasting Asian pear straight off the tree if you're eating fresh and so forth. It's, it's, just, it's just the best tasting and I think that's why it has been one of the more available Asian pears, just because the flavor is amazing. Um, the fruit is very round. It's kind of a medium-large size. And it's a golden russet color, so that kind of brown, almost almost like a, you know, think of those russet apples. 
um, kind of that color a little bit. Um, the, the flesh itself, beyond the uh, skin, um, is very, very sweet. It's a little bit tart, rather juicy. If you've ever bitten into an Asian pear, it's kind of a surprise how much juice there is in that bite. It feels like if you were to squeeze it, it would just, it would just gush liquid out of it. They're, they're a very juicy type of pear. And, uh, and you know, the hosui kind of combines the, the sweetness of a pear with the kind of the texture crunch of an apple. Um, and even though the uh, hosui is especially well known for their, you know, fresh right off the tree quality, they do also make great pies and breads, muffins. I've even heard of um, them being good with cheese or chopped into a salad to give it kind of a zesty crispness. So these will be a very good um, cooking apple as well. I mean, sorry, not apple, uh, Asian pear as well. And we'll include some recipes in the uh, Pinterest board, which links from our website, wildtater.com. I will say, is just one more note, that the, um, the Hosui Asian pear is also a very beautiful tree, very um, often sold as an ornamental tree just because it's very, very pretty. The, uh, the leaves grow, you know, a, a very coppery bronze color in the spring, and then in autumn, the leaves turn just a beautiful red color. In fact, the flowers are said to, to become kind of a butterfly magnet when they're in full bloom, those big bushy white flowers. Um, and of course, from that, you're going to get lots of pollinators as well. So if you haven't thought of including Asian pears in your forest garden or your food forest, I highly recommend it, especially if you need some fruit trees that are right close to the house. Being only 8 to 10 feet tall, generally, um, you can have them tucked pretty close to the house without a problem. So um, that is a great possibility there. In fact, if you're in a cold climate and you need something for that south side that gets so hot in the summer, but um, but it does get so cold in the winter, that is a good, that could be a good fit there. And not to mention those wonderful fruits. Oh, I just water, my mouth waters at the thought of Asian pears. They're really quite tasty. Anyway, so get yourself a Hosui Asian pear. Thanks again for listening. Oh, 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 oh,